Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you prepare for opportunities. I'll also be interviewing self-made millionaire, best-selling author, and world-renowned speaker, Rock Thomas, who encourages you to let go of your limiting self-beliefs and use your thoughts to upgrade your strengths. For more information about Rock, please visit rockthomas.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m. and Saturday at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name James Miller Lifeology or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. Are you struggling to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long-lasting changes? Then contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well, and then we will look at the areas in which you're struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long-lasting changes. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, and click on the page, Work with James. Fill out that form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, Work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Daily opportunities. Have you ever seen those posts on social media where they say, today I'm going to get a full-time job or I'm going to make lots of money today? And in theory, those posts are great, but the problem is, is people aren't prepared for it. People don't actually do something to get that job. They don't fill out the application or they say they're going to make this money, but they're not physically doing something. My point in saying that is this, we all want opportunities, but when opportunities present themselves, do we see them? Are we prepared for those opportunities? It's important for each one of us to develop our skills. If you look at your skill set from where you were a year ago, in other words, what you've learned, what have you done to develop and grow? How do you continually practice and hone and develop your skills so when you do have another opportunity, it's easy for you to walk through that door? There's nothing more frustrating when an opportunity arises and you think, oh goodness, if only I had done this in the past, I would be prepared for this because that's the best job. Well, we want to make sure that we don't have those opportunities where we do feel that discouragement or we do feel frustrated or disappointed. Because when you're continually practicing and growing and developing, when those opportunities arise, and they will arise, are you prepared for them? If I were to say, today you're going to meet five people who are going to change your life, you would look for those five people all throughout the day, wouldn't you? Or if I said, you're going to get an opportunity today that is going to launch you into your purpose. My gosh, you'd be looking all around for that opportunity. Nothing would distract you. You don't need someone to tell you that you're going to meet five people today. 
You don't need someone to tell you. Today could be the opportunity that is presented to you where you are launched into your purpose. It's really important for each of us to realize that every moment is an opportunity to grow and develop. One way to do that is to simply ask yourself in each thing, what am I learning about myself right now? That's a really powerful question because you can realize that perhaps you're judgmental and you didn't realize it. Perhaps you're not demonstrating patience and that's an attribute you'd like to learn. Or perhaps I'm not paying attention to people when they're speaking to me. When you can ask yourself, what am I learning about myself? It helps you develop your personality traits. It helps you develop certain attributes within you to allow you to be prepared for those opportunities. The more often you are present in the conversations you have with people, the more often you randomly start a conversation with a stranger or thank them for something or sit next to them on the airplane and say hello to them, that is going to allow for opportunities to present themselves. For example, going back to the initial thing I said, if people are posting, I'm going to get a job today, but they're not doing anything to prepare themselves for it or applied for the position, more than likely, they're not going to get the job. It's the same thing with each one of us. When we don't start our day saying, I'm going to look for opportunities today, opportunities are going to seek me out. I have favor in my life and people, when they meet me, they want to be around me. People want to be good to me. Those types of beliefs that you create in the morning really allow you to find those opportunities. Opportunities are drawn to you. But if you don't believe it, or you're not actually asking yourself, what are you learning about yourself in each moment? Or not looking for those opportunities and are very internal and very frustrated and not really paying attention to life, then unfortunately, my friend, when those opportunities do arise, you're not even going to see them. We all have a responsibility to be true to ourselves, And when we get focused on what we don't have or we get focused on other people, We don't realize we have a wonderful opportunity each moment to grow and develop. And with that growth and development comes awareness. That awareness allows for you to see those opportunities that are around you. And as you seize those opportunities, more and more continually come and you are launched into your purpose. Also keep this in mind. You too are an opportunity for somebody else. What are you saying to people to encourage them? What are you saying to people to give them opportunities? It's not just about me, me, me. It's about how can we work together to help each other grow. If you know people that can help somebody, introduce them. As you continually do things for other people as well and help them reach their goals, you both will reach your goals together. So today, my challenge for you is to remind yourself that you are full of potential and you will earnestly look for the opportunities that are around you today. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. However, I want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Each week, I will send you an email which has all the latest radio episodes, YouTube episodes, magazine articles, and self-help products specifically for you. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. From humble beginnings, certified NLP practitioner, self-made millionaire, best-selling author, and world-renowned speaker, Rock Thomas, skyrocketed to success, earning awards, shattering records, and becoming one of the top 50 realtors in the world. Searching for more meaning in a life filled with achievements, he traveled the world studying one-on-one with the world's best teachers, including masterminds of growth like Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, Wayne Dyer, and many, many more. Over the years, Rock has touched millions of lives, and now he spends his time helping others achieve whole life wealth and success through events, programs, books, and coaching, Welcome to my show, Rock. Hey, I'm excited to be here. That was a mouthful for me to read, but that was amazing. You've done so many awesome things. I'm really looking forward to for you to really share your wealth of knowledge with all of us as well. 
Yeah, it's always fun to do. <laughs> so you went from a small town farm boy to this incredibly successful person. And we don't have enough time to go through all that. But what were some of the, I guess, maybe, maybe the biggest pivotal moment for you in that time, which really helped you realize that, boom, there's something more for me? You know, while you're going through it, you don't actually realize that you're going to, in retrospect, see the life skills. You're just trying to survive. You're trying to make it happen. But as I started to reflect and see that I kept on kind of lapping the field on other people in different arenas with my health, with my energy, with my results in, in business, I started to go, okay, well, what am I doing that's different? And I guess some of the fundamental things is that I start to understand that we all have labels that we give ourselves Mm -hmm. and most of them are disempowering. Yes. And most of us talk to ourselves so negatively and beat ourselves up so much that we stop ourselves from saying yes to possibilities Mm -hmm. and opportunities. So I'm just the type of person that learned to say yes to things that were bigger than me. And, (laughs) you know, somebody would say, hey, you want to go to the party Friday? I'm like, yes. They'd go, you don't even know what's involved. I go, I know. It doesn't matter. I'm just showing up in my life. And then I would say yes to playing football on the weekend. I'd say yes to, you know, trying to sell something. And I'd say, I'd ask a question in, 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 a, in a seminar, even though I was afraid that maybe mm-hmm. I'd look stupid. And I learned to be in a growing curiosity mode. And I think that's one of the, the cornerstones of my success. I really, I really like that. I mean, just looking at my own life, you know, opportunities only arrive when we look for them. You know, if I'm busy, for example, if I'm looking at my phone all the time and I don't see this, this potential opportunity for me, let's say to date somebody, you know, someone's walking next to me and I don't even see them because I'm in my phone. Those opportunities are all around us, but when we're not looking for them or just even saying yes to something, we are going to limit ourselves. And I do think that's why so many people live in a very, a bubble, if you will, because they don't allow themselves to, to expand. Yeah, I mean, it's cliche, but people live in their comfort zone and the brain, as you know, wants to protect you and keep Mm -hmm. you in survival mode. So it wants you to play smaller. That's its strategy. So you got to live through your heart and you got to expand. You got to take chances. So I've just been able to formulate some rituals that push me in in the direction of growth and in the direction of opportunity. And one of the big ones is surrounding yourself with people that think bigger than you, yes. that have bigger goals than you, that are running faster than you. I was in Asia at a hotel and there was uh, the Russian Olympic team were swimming and I'm like, bam, I'm getting in the pool beside <laughs> these guys. I'm hanging out with these guys. I'm gonna let that rub off on me. Something good's gonna come from it. I'm yeah. gonna learn something about some methodology. And I tell you after a while, I felt like I was flying through the water. I bet. Just osmosis. So... It's who you hang out with, really, too. One of my favorite quotes is, you can't hang out with chickens and expect to soar with eagles. That is really how I live as well. So that, <laughs> I always think about that for my own life. I'm like, James, are, are you a chicken in someone's life? And if you are, how can you step up your own <laughs> game as well? So, you know, not only is that the people surrounding us, but also what are you bringing to the table in your friend group or your peer group as well? <laughs> well, you know, for your listeners, I like to give them this and people tell me they like the sound of it, is your friends are comfortable with your present and your mentors are comfortable with your future. Mm. You don't have somebody that is saying, hey, James, I see something more in you. Not that you're not good enough or you're not enough. It's just that we all strive to grow, right? Sure. So you need some people that are like, like for me, when I was in real estate, this girl came up to me and I was very frustrated as having a bad day. And she said to me, don't worry, one day, Rock, you'll be the number one agent in this office. And I didn't believe her, <laughs> but she insisted. She looked me in the eye and grabbed me on the shoulder and she said, Rock, Trust me, I've been around long, long enough. I'm the number one agent in here. One day you're going to take my spot. And I looked at her thinking, okay, well, if she believes it, then maybe it's true. Yeah. 
And three years later, I owned the company and she worked for me. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, you super you know? it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You have the, you have a movement, the, um, the hashtag I am movement. Tell us about that. You know, I, I think again, back to those labels is that our parents unbeknownst to them, they're, they're telling us we're shy. We'll never amount to much. We're stupid. They're downloading their limiting beliefs on us. And then we take them on and then we start to look for the evidence to make them real. Mm-hmm. They all have these different identities for how we're going to behave when we're in a business environment, in a sporting environment, on our time off with our girlfriend, whatever. And they perform, they, they, they formulate our character or our personality. But most of them, again, are not us at our true, natural, you know, kid-like self. Mm-hmm. So I just decided that I would look at, and I wrote my first book, The Power of Your Identity, at all the labels we have for ourselves and see if I could upgrade some of them. So if I was, say, shy, maybe I could be outgoing. And by labeling it new, it's almost like if you were to be an actor and somebody said, okay, here's the role for you in this movie. You're a person who's really, really happy, playful, and cheerful. Well, you could probably take on some of the elements of that, right? Hmm. Yes. You could act as if you were that person. You could laugh more, smile more, be playful, uh, laugh at people's jokes initially, even if they weren't funny and take that in the mood. <laughs> I'm not allowed. I'm not doing that. Now. Right. <laughs> right. So, but you know, you're a happy yeah. guy. You're, it's easy for you to laugh. It's, it's part of your identity now. Sure. So I just took on, I was a hard worker and I changed it to, I work really smart. Mm, I like that reframe. I started to say, I'm a smart worker. I'm a smart worker. I make good decisions. I utilize my time effectively. I show up after I show up. And I started to go on a rant of the things that would be the persona of that person, the character, if I was to be writing a movie of that person and how that person would show up. And I went from ugly to ruggedly handsome. And I went from broke to multimillionaire. I went Mm, from really bad with, with no, you know, no music, not musically tone, I can't even say tone it, deaf. To, tone deaf, to now I'm a drummer in a band. Oh, that's and awesome. I never wow. thought that would happen, but I wrote it down and I looked at it and I thought about it and I said it over and over. It took me you know, a decade, but I got there. Yeah. And so with this movement, it's, you know, I've, I actually was watching something that you've done and you were able to la- to give your, I guess your new labels. And you said, you know, you said those things. And I, is that something that this movement does as well as helps people really put in front of them? Like, who are you? Let's really redefine this and see where is the evidence which proves or disproves what you've always thought. Yeah. So we have two, two filing cabinets in our brain. One is for negative memories and one is for positive. It's basically how we sort and select if you look at the NLP version of it. And you have an experience where you weren't picked to uh, play football on the team. You're the last person and it happens regularly. You feel like you're a loser. You're nobody wants you, et cetera. And that's the evidence that you've drawn to it. The other person's picked first and he scores a winning touchdown. He thinks he's a stud and he goes on to become, you know, a football player or what have you. What you can do is you reframe yourself and you say, you know what? Like I was small, but I was fast and shifty. And eventually once I got on the team, I thought my identity will be somebody who is hard to catch. I'm not Mm. the tallest. I'm not going to score the winning touchdown. But if I was given the ball, I could probably deke out a few people. So then I focused on that and what you focus on expands and I started to nurture that and then it became who I was and I was, everybody wanted me on the team because they couldn't catch me. So it's redefining your strengths as as, as how it fits into this experience. And when you focus on your strengths then you see how it is as you're working smarter, not harder, because you're not trying to be like everybody else. You're working off of what you can or will be as opposed to what you thought you were. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. And also it's noticing things that may be false. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you had a moment when you felt tired or quiet and your parents said, Oh, she's shy. He's shy. But it was just a moment, like a moment where you're stupid and you can't remember your own name. It happens, but, but it doesn't (laughs) define you for the rest of your life. Yeah. The day you don't feel like working out, it doesn't mean you're lazy. So it's about not letting other people impose a a label on you that disempowers you and then going through all the labels you gave yourself and upgrading them. So you're gifted, guided, grateful, powerful, passionate, playful, sexy, sensual, sensitive, and blessed. You're fun loving, you're caring, you're giving, you're generous. And then you just start to take them on, embody them and play with them and Mm -hmm. look at the evidence. And soon you step into that kind of a person versus staying stuck in the person that other people suggested to you. I really like that. You know, one thing I do on a practical, uh, practical basis, uh, I guess it'd be more um, activity based. I believe it or not, I'm actually I'm, not that I'm shy. I, you know, if you look at the Myers-Briggs, uh, the personality traits, yep. I'm actually in the very center of that. So if you look at it, um, I'm, I'm very extroverted, like when, when I'm it can be like the life of the party. But usually I'm actually a very quiet person, believe it or not. And if I go to a party... I have to set my expectation beforehand and say, James, this is who you are going to be at this party. Um, yes. And if I don't do that, I'm actually the quiet one who sits back because I talk to people for a living all the time. And so yes. I don't always want to talk to people. I just want just to be quiet and just watch. So if I have to go into this meeting or this, this party, I'm like, all right, James, you're going to talk to at least five people. You're going to do some networking. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. Whatever it is I'm going to do, I set my expectation up front because if I don't do it by the time I get there, I'm going to revert back to my normal self which is very quiet in, in usually party settings. And I'm going to just be the one maybe over the wall watching. And so I think it's really important for each one of us that on activity by activity, as you're redefining who you are from a, for a lifetime approach of redef- rediscovering who you are, I think of on a practical basis, if for activity by activity, if you say what your objective is and how you're going to measure your fulfillment or your success, if you will, of that objective by doing certain things. And the more often you can do that, you can trust yourself to believe that, yes, I can now be this extroverted person when I go to a party. I don't have to do it as much. I just simply say, all right, James, you're, you're going to be in your extroverted self. Boom. I know exactly what that looks like. And I think with more yeah. time people can practice that, the more successful it will be to be become that new version of themselves. And we do it anyway. We just usually do it small mm-hmm. yeah. and we do it unintentionally. So we go to a party, we get there and then we're triggered by something. Like you see somebody who's dressed in a three piece suit and you think, shoot, I underdressed. I don't fit in. <laughs> I'm a loser. Sorry. They're better than me. And before you know it, you, you know, you, you beat yourself down or you walk in there and you see this person who's got five people around them. They're making jokes or life of the party. And you remember a time when you're in my case, when your brothers and sisters said to you, you're not funny. And you think I don't fit in. I'm less than, Mm -hmm. and that, that voice, the inner narrative shows up. So I love what you said about being intentional about going somewhere and saying, this is the part of me that I'm going to focus on being going to be playful. I'm going to be curious. I'm going to be interested in other people. I'm going to tell that one joke that I know five (laughs) times until everybody goes, no, not again. Rock, please. (laughs) Yeah, that that is really true. Because I think of when you can practice it and practice and practice it in different settings, but you're practicing the characteristics you want, you do become expansive. Your world does. Does grow because you don't your default then starts to to change yeah and like i said we do it anyway when you're at work you have a way that you are the client walks in and i always laugh because i'm 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 searching i'm buying a house i'm buying furniture and i go into these places and everybody has this beautiful tonal tonality mm-hmm. hi may i help you oh and what are you looking for 
oh, okay, well, we have three versions of that. And they're like, they're like a lullaby, right? <laughs> they do not talk to their significant other all the time like that, I can guarantee you. But they're being helpful and mm-hmm. they don't want to annoy me. And so we have these different ways we can show up just being purposeful about I it. I like that. That's a really good, that's a really good point. Yeah. You've written a book, Your Epic Life Blueprint, Quit the Rat Race and Create a Happier Life. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I think that, you know, people ask me often, how can you, you know, know what your purpose is? I'm searching for my purpose. And I have two answers for that. Number one is show up at 100% wherever you are mm-hmm. and doors will open. Remember, you know, working at McDonald's once and they had two guys cleaning the, the lobby. And one day he was sick and I took it on. I was able to achieve it. And from there on, I got a promotion and that was the new standard because I played full out and I, mm-hmm. I gave extra. So it leads to opportunities. Don't wait for opportunities to come to you. Be the type of person that shows up late, stays early, blah, 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 and, or shows up early, stays late, et cetera. And, and your purpose will reveal itself to you. Yes. The other thing is that what pisses me off is that people, most people are not very happy mm-hmm. in a job they don't like. They, they are frustrated with life. They're stuck in traffic. So I wrote a book that for me has 10 <laughs> principles in it that represent if you follow these, the chances of you accomplishing whatever you set out, you want to be, you know, a professional football player, you need to have rule number six, which is about nurturing your beliefs. You have to have rule number two around setting your goals and rule number one around 30 minutes a day of personal development. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, after years of coaching, I said, what are the things that I say over and over again? And I just put them into a book. So you just, yeah, you decide what you want. And if you're not on track, I guarantee you one of those 10 principles, you're not following it. Yeah, that's, that's really, really true. You know, I, going back to the whole um, self-development aspect of it, that's really something I teach as well is I always tell people how you start your day is indicative of how your day is going to go. For example, if I wake up late and I'm rushing to grab my clothes or to put my clothes on, eat breakfast, and I run to my office and I've started my day in a place of chaos. I've started it. And then, so if my days I've been running late and then it continually builds on that. And then my day, at the end of the day, I'm like, Oh my God, this is the worst day ever. Well, it wasn't necessarily the worst day ever. It was a chaotic day, but what's why it's so important to start your day in some type of mindful practice, however much time that may be, or however it may look for you, but it's going to translate into the next event because everything is linear that we do in a situational basis. So however we're experiencing now, we can take that into the next, next segment or next part of our day. Now, if unfortunately, if we are struggling, it's all, it's just simply a thought away. You can change it. But the problem is, is that it creates that platform of however you start your day really translates into that, that foundational piece of peace or tranquility or the ability to problem solve without any type of emotionality. You know, I agree with you hundred percent and I've actually started doing it by the week. You know, I followed Tony Robbins hour of power, which is the first hour of the day sets the tone of the day or mm. how Elrod's miracle morning. If you've heard of that and it's that first time you spend with yourself and the six different things that successful people do. And now I, you know, I've been doing it for 15 years where I set up my week and reverse engineer it. And I have seven steps in order to emotionalize the goal and visualize and rehearse nice. and provide resources, et cetera. But the reality is, is that most people don't know what they want. So how can you set goals around most when you don't know what you want? So people are like, I don't know if I want to work out today. So, or I don't know if I'm going to feel like working out this week. So, you know, I'll I'll see how it goes. And I don't know if I want to spend time prospecting and building my business. I think I'm pretty busy this week. So I'll just go into the office and answer emails. 
I think that they're, the mistake is that people never get clear on what they truly want. They respond to life. They get used to that habit. And then it's actually easier because there's a payoff called not having to make a decision. They go <laughs> in, yeah. right? And somebody says, well, do this, do that. And if there's idle time, they can surf Facebook or they can, you know, send a message to their mom, but it's not fulfilling. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate because the masses are living that way. One thing I actually do to, to piggyback off that is I always tell people, if you don't know how to set your schedule like for productive as far as actions, then set it from how, what experience you want to have from an emotional standpoint. So if I was say, yeah. well, I want to, I want to experience joy today. So everything I do with this intentional mindset of joy, I want to, even if it's something I don't enjoy, I'm going to find the joy in it, or I want to feel successful, or I want to feel contentment, or I want to feel peace, whatever it is that you want to experience on the other side of it. And you, upon reflection, like, Oh, I did a great job. That is, you have, you can set it that way, as opposed to saying, what are the actual activities? Because I think if people have too much time or don't have enough time and don't know how to set that, the other entry point in that is the emotional experience you want to feel because the more you enjoy something, the more that you can put it over in the column of, okay, this is, this brings me happiness. This brings me joy. This brings me contentment. I want to do more of that. And so it helps you really kind of have that internal barometer of what is the experience I'm feeling that I want to continue as opposed to what do I not want to do? So it helps people kind of reset that and, and allow them to be successful by looking at the end result of what emotional feeling you want to experience. I think it's brilliant because at the end of the day, we're all chasing emotions. We want to make a lot of money so we feel respected or free mm-hmm. or safe. You know, we want that nice car so that we feel, you know, like we are successful. Sure. Um, But if you put that first, what's the emotion I want to experience, (laughs) then you can experience success by walking down the beach and freshing, smelling the fresh air without even having accomplished anything. If that's a way that you wire yourself, right? Mm It certainly is. And I, yeah, and I love those just the, you, the amazing entry point that you have, entry point that you have as far as, you know, looking at reverse engineering your week from everything you want to get done. But I think there's multiple ways to look at that as well. So my listeners really listen to this. What, um, what he's saying is, and as well as what I'm saying as well, there's multiple ways in which you can achieve the contentment and the fulfilled life that you that you want to experience. Yeah. I mean, I, I always say there's two ways to enjoy a game of golf. You can enjoy it by the score and looking at the bottom line and how you did, but you can also enjoy it by the quality of a shot. Like you hit that one shot really mm. well. It went in the water, but you <laughs> hit it well. Cause you chose the wrong club, but you, it felt good in your body to swing through it. Yeah. So in life, I think you can also look at it as, did I make sales this week? Did I, did I, you know, did I get it work out three times and did I put on more muscle mass or did I emotionally enjoy going to the gym? Was I cheerful connecting mm-hmm. with other people? Did I, did I connect with some people at work and make a difference and make them laugh or smile? So there's the, the output, but there's also the emotional experience. Yes. Wonderful. Beautifully said. Well, Rock Thomas, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. I can't believe the time's already up. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and all the wonderful, amazing things you're doing, where would they find this information online? The easiest thing is to go to rockthomas.com, my website, and uh, there's a plethora of, of content free to $30,000, depending on where people are at. And there's all kinds of good stuff. And uh, social media, I do lives and stuff like that for people that just want to uh, catch something on the fly. So whether it's LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook, uh, just type in Rock Thomas. I'm pretty sure they'll find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your fantastic wisdom. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, it was a pleasure. You got a massive abundant energy. So it was <laughs> nice pitching and catching with you at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap 
watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.